0: I was looking at my transcript the other day. Mm. The fuck is armor-piercing English?
1: What? (laughs) What is armor-piercing English?
0: AP English.
1: Oh, son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what armor-piercing English is. (sighs)
1: Uh, uh, This is almost worse than a knee slapper.
0: (laughs) I fucking hate that. (laughs)
1: Anyway, hi guys. Hello. It's Nikki.
0: And Tyler. And
1: this is a very sleepy page turners. And button mashers. I'm just going to keep it going. Yeah, that's Um, fine. I'm here. (laughs) We're all here. I'm so tired.
0: We're all friends.
1: Welcome back, guys. Welcome.
0: Smooth jazz.
1: (laughs) Smooth jazz with oh, Nikki I hate Tyler. I hate that in my ear. Please no. <laughs> Hi guys. Uh, so episode seventy three today. Um, it's okay. obviously extremely delayed because we have a lot of shit going on and in a our lot lives. Of stuff. It was mostly me taking a dive in my mental health, and then uh, realizing I have a lot of shit going on. So uh, what's going to probably end up happening is we are going to do a bi-monthly release. We don't know when that's going to be. We're going to try to aim for Fridays as per usual, but it could be any two Fridays of the month at this point. As
0: long as it's not the last one, because that's when the button masher realm thing Exactly. Yeah. And
1: of course, uh, we feel terrible for- I will for... talk about
0: that in a second. Yeah, we Continue feel terrible for news. things. <laughs>
1: Thanks for interrupting me on that. <laughs> I'm usually the news person. I jerk.
0: That's my not Jerk. Jerk. That's my baby, though.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But what about me?
0: The baby. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, also, I am extremely tired. Uh, I was driving the engine this morning for our department, my department. Um, vroom, vroom. I had a lot of fun uh driving it there's a lot of technicalities in there i didn't crash anything
0: um which is good which is
1: very good i'm just i'm really tired because i didn't get a lot of sleep and i haven't been um so yeah there's there's that and uh i can't think of any other other updates besides the uh button meshes. yes
0: so there was technical difficulties with that as she said um so we are going to just go on with recording the second episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I plan to do that is before we actually end up recording that episode, I am going to record a recap of the what happened in the first one, mm-hmm. in the first episode, and uh, just catch you guys up on what happened, just so we're not lost, because I am so sad that we lost that episode. We had so many good
1: Jokes. moments
0: in that. There was... Of friendships being made, there was jokes, there was plot things.
1: Yeah, it I'm ah was... I'm, uh, uh, especially in the end. I was so mad about that. Yeah. I was like, I put in so much effort. We all put in so much effort yeah. into playing our characters well and getting some jokes out there, and really keeping it true to role playing. And yes. uh, and then all of a sudden, like. We realized that our recording devices was do were doing like this echo canceling, and because we had to set up so far apart, um, there were a lot more echoes than usual.
0: So it just sped up everything.
1: Yeah, it, it skipped everything, yeah. and it was really problematic. So um, we're gonna try to do better with that. Uh, yes. at, at one point, we thought it was a RAM issue, but it wasn't actually a RAM issue. It was just the recording itself on mm-hmm. our end was bad everybody else's sound great it was just the main you know our main... dm and i were not our our voices were just they kept skipping too. yeah
0: everybody else's audio sounded amazing
1: yeah but it was just like we couldn't hear like half the story and then it yeah. kept skipping and deleting those parts because it was an echo cancellation thing so yeah yeah We're going to try again.
0: Yep. I do plan on keeping that going because it was a lot of fun. All the players work very well together and I just, I loved it.
1: I had fun and I'm, I'm really excited for the next one because it was just comedy on comedy. And
0: there were some serious moments. There were some serious moments. It got got good.
1: Yeah. Um, that being said, (laughs) i'm sorry we all messed up <laughs> oh. i messed up i shouldn't have done an echo cancellation thing <laughs> uh that being said are you ready to hear the book
0: i think so
1: okay so this is part two of as far as you'll take me mm-hmm. by phil stamper yes uh if you haven't heard part one do it please i don't want you guys to get lost <laughs> um that's the last thing I really need for people <laughs> is to be like, why is this happening? I'm halfway through a book.
0: Why are we in the second half of a book? This doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I know. So, I don't know
0: why I made everyone sound like that.
1: Everybody oh. sounds like oh. Kermit. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So with the second part, I also have uh, a trigger warning. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is talk about eating disorders and weight loss ideation. Um. Re having been through it myself i'm trying to be a little bit more gentle about it and Mm -hmm. um it's it's actually pretty triggering it was even triggering for me um but i'm trying to talk about it in a way that it still needs to be talked about but um without hurting or triggering people into you know hurting any further Mm -hmm. so what do you remember from last time
0: Not a whole lot.
1: It's been a minute. Been a while. It's been a while. Uh, So there were some major things that happened, right? Mm -hmm. So Marty secretly left Kentucky forever under false pretenses. I
0: do remember that. He was going and uh, he is gay. Yes. And he uh, was, you know, getting tickets. And then the family was like, can't wait to see you in like two weeks. And he's like, "Mm
1: -mm." yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so secretly leaving Kentucky forever under false pretenses, due to his homophobic, overly religious parents having done something over the top on a previous trip to London. Mm-hmm. He fell head over heels for his cousin, Sean, his friend named Pierce, who has basically forced Marty into feeling that he is overweight. And we left them with a beautiful scene of hopeful romance and some trauma.
0: hmm.
1: So. They're still in Cardiff, Wales, right? Okay. That's where we left them, at the castle. All right. uh, Where they had left our friend group. Okay. So they regather all, I think it was five of them. So it was Danny and Ajay, Mm -hmm. Sophie, and Pearson, Marty. So that's our little friend group. Okay. So they regather, and Danny decided to put on a little show to get some beer money. Busking, of course. Hey. When they acquired their goods, they went back to the cottage to drink and have some fun, where Sophie takes Marty outside to give him some advice about Pierce. All right. So she tells him the full story about her friend Colin, who disappeared after Pierce broke his heart. Oh. Apparently he didn't just break his heart, he did it 40 minutes before a performance. He also ghosted him until he decided to officially break it off. So, Marty listened to her carefully and she noted that he, this still feels different than that time, right? Mm-hmm. However, she needed him to know what could possibly happen, even if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because they both are similar in the sense of needing to prepare for all outcomes, regardless if good or bad. Mm-hmm. When Sophie goes back in, Pierce comes out and offers Marty to have him stay with him that night, mm-hmm. which Marty agreed to. And to fast forward this a bit, uh, things got super hot and heavy in a short amount of time. However, Marty's anxiety about his looks and weight left him panicky and anxious. So they made out and we fade out. Ah. Uh, To after, Marty returns from the trip. Okay. He's back home alone since Sean was working. When he checks his phone and computer, he realizes that he's in a lot of trouble with Megan. Remember friend Megan from no. Kentucky?
0: Oh, she was uh, the one that outed uh, him to everybody.
1: Not to everybody, just to friend Sky. Gotcha. So she outed him to friend Sky and also dropped him off at the airport secretly knowing what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So he calls her immediately and apologized, but she was hella rude. Uh, she told him that he's on thin ice with her, that his parents are going to want a church report. You know, because they wanted him to go to church. hmm That she's not his housekeeper and he needs to clean up his own mess. What the fuck? I know. Also, that he's off the hook for next week since she was going to the Outer Banks with her family. Because, you know, they have a weekly FaceTime engagement. Hmm. Then warns him if he wants to salvage this friendship at all because one time accidentally missing a call is worth salvaging a friendship over.
0: Man, she sounds like the best friend. Could I get one like her, please?
1: <laughs> and throw her into her garbage disposal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway. How dare you?
1: If you want if he wants to salvage this friendship at all, that he will need to put the following Friday on his calendar. Fuck off. Except I'm sorry. <laughs> no fuck that off. Was,
0: that was very <laughs> abrupt.
1: That's exactly how I felt. Uh, I forgot to mention that she called him oblivious to everyone around him, but this time he wasn't. He was just present to those physically there. Yeah. So he tries to go practice, but the rooms are full. He's hungry, but he's afraid to eat because of his anxiety about Pierce touching his stomach. So he wanders to a nearby park. Okay. There, amongst the picturesque park, he finds Sang, the guitarist from the tube. Mm. so they spent a while together talking about music playing together and once sang's fingers are sore he offers marty to go out to dinner with him to offer him some advice for his portfolio okay marty then feels a pang of hunger but knows he wants to ignore it Mm, however i know it like physically hurts me yeah however he wants to hang out with sang more so he asks if sean can come as well Okay. They go to dinner and Marty mentions to us that he wasn't forced into this eating behavior. Mm-hmm. He felt compelled through the mentions that Pierce has for his own food. Calorie counting, saying how much fat is in something, things like that. It's pretty Lies! harmful, actually. Yeah.
0: calorie he felt, counting is not great.
1: I know, it's it's not
0: good. Justin that's, you know. It's it's
1: not, actually generally not yeah. good. <laughs> anyway. Not that he pushed it in his direction, though. Mm-hmm. So Sang spoke to them about their goals and things that they want. He's happy that he gets to make friends since it feels lonely out here in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> then Marty noticed some romantic tension between Sean and Sang, which is super cute. Aww. And he excused himself to go home to finally check in with his mom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the conversation. Started with a minor pleasant check-in before they go right into church speak. No, of course. About a sermon his mom heard earlier about God's will and how Marty should be finding out about churches. Ugh. <laughs> but then he cracks. He hasn't been looking into churches or wearing the necklace she gave him. Mm. He has no intention of doing either. He's doing well there for once, and he's just happy without doing it. Hell yeah. She was speechless. <gasps> for a moment and then said that it had only been one week with her and he's already like this <laughs> aunt leah wasn't even there she didn't know that but it's like yeah he didn't dare tell her that and he's like she's not even here yeah instead he told her don't do that that he's making friends and he's happy hmm she then hey, told way to him. Go, I know. Him.
0: Like, that is. I know. That's how you that's fucking so do hard. it. That's a boss move right there. It's
1: also super hard to do. Yes. Um, yes. She then told him to be careful that she's not there to look out for him. Fuck you. Which was kind of the fucking point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why I'm not there. I know. Or you're not here.
1: <laughs> so there's a journal injury okay. uh, explaining that Sean is upset about Marty's parents' reaction. That he's also getting upset because their faith is telling them that he's wrong for existing. And that there's an anger that may never go away in Marty. So, the next day, Marty is out with Sophie again and playing in the tube stations. They started at King's Cross, but ended at the Arches where Marty played comfortably. He learned about himself at that moment that he didn't need someone to push him out of his comfort zone and upset him. Not like Megan used to. He needed to push himself to feel comfortable and safe with his actions. Mm -hmm. He played the piece and he was happy.
0: Ayo. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Later, he was home and Shane was busy conducting something. He had headphones on he was conducting. (laughs) Oh, okay. And Marty was examining himself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. He said the scale says he's lost weight. As well as his BMI having gone down. But he can't see any difference. Mm. He's down from 100 kilograms to 93. So 220 pounds to 205.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
1: That's way too fast. That's,
0: yeah. How long has it been since he started?
1: A couple weeks. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that's, that's way too fast. Yeah. Um, especially for somebody who's actually been pretty active. Yeah. Uh, so he's also come to the point where he weighs himself after eating to make sure he hasn't eaten enough to gain any weight and while he's in his head, he hears Pierce suddenly come into the play, into the house, and he greets him when he comes directly into Marty's room. Mm -hmm. He judges the fact that he thought the bed would be made, and it would have, if Marty hadn't been sleeping so much to keep the hunger pangs at bay. (sighs) I know. That is something that I did want to bring up, that sleep and uh, lack of nutrients are hand in hand. It's, it's, really hard and uh i i major side note like i've been through it yeah and uh i used to do it a lot as a kid mm-hmm. um teenager mostly and i would sleep for a really long time for no good reason and it, the only good reason was that i was trying to keep hunger away
0: fair enough can and, i yeah i tell a it this just feels It's kind of a jokey thing, but maybe lighten the mood a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. If you want to feel good about your weight and you feel like you have to go to the bathroom really bad, weigh yourself before you (laughs) go and then after. It's the best thing ever. I am, like, legit (laughs) serious on that.
1: (laughs) You lost five pounds of shit.
0: Yeah! (laughs) Like, that is... it's um... (laughs) something.
1: Yeah, but, like, I also don't keep a scale in the house for a fucking good reason. (laughs) Like... (laughs) i hate numbers and i hate dealing with that shit so i don't want to worry about that
0: on the flip all. side uh the people who are quote unquote uh underweight mm-hmm. such as myself for the longest time mm-hmm. just because somebody's skinny does not mean they're healthy yep so make sure you y'all are taking care of yourselves
1: it's a it's a it's a battle on both ends yeah is basically what we're saying and I hate, I hate how he's doing this. And he calls it crash dieting, but in reality, it's a development of an eating disorder. Yes,
0: it, it's. I would call it not even a development, just a straight up.
1: It's development because he can still reverse it. Mm. Um, it, it's ugh, it's a hard and tricky road. It's, yes, it, it starts with decisions and then turns into habits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. so the reason Pierce was there was to invite Marty to the beach. He was hesitant because he doesn't like plans sprung on him so last minute, but he decided that. to say yes,
0: Ooh.
1: provided he doesn't miss his call with Skye and Megan. Uh, Pierce said that they wouldn't miss it, and they're a wee now, which made Marty happy. Um, I feel like, yeah, it was just a trip to the beach, but it wasn't exactly a... Uh, Trip to the beach, it was a trip to uh another city. And I can't remember the name of the city off the top oh, of my head. Oh,
0: okay, it was one of those.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a, a
0: beach in from in another
1: London city. to another city. Yeah. Uh so he gets ready and before he leaves, Sean hands him a granola bar, mentioning that maybe he was hungry. And Marty went to flip the bar over to count the calories, but Sean stopped him and said, Don't look. Just eat it. Fuck yeah but then Marty saw the chocolate and suddenly the bar felt like lead in his hand. So he threw it away instead. Damn it! I know on the road, he and Pierce are sitting in silence. He holds his hand briefly and then Marty is comfortable enough to explain home life, Mm -hmm. the homophobia in Kentucky, (laughs) why he left home to finally be who he wants to be. And then their car ride paused with a truck in the middle of the roadway, a tense sexual situation which honestly was weirdly timed and (laughs) then the continuation of their trip to brighton Ooh, there it is
0: oh you found the yep
1: i wrote it down later smart i know when they (laughs) i'm so stupid when it comes to notes i'm like i should probably write down the city don't remember to write down the city until later (laughs) Uh, all the time uh when they arrive marty feels alive The city itself is alive as well, and he loves it. It's also one of the gayest cities in the UK.
0: That's a thing? It's a
1: fucking thing. We gotta go there. I know, I'm excited about that. (laughs) Uh, So they walk around and they get their bearings. Then Marty learns about Pierce and his insecurities. Also about the Colin situation, which... Pierce said Colin said it was needy to the point where he wanted a husband like yesterday mm. and he couldn't even do anything like practice. Then he tells Marty he doesn't want to play the piece with him anymore, at least not for end of term recitals, which mm-hmm. remember he asked him to do. Instead, uh, one of the Friday ones for sure, because mm-hmm. they always have an end of the week ones. Because he's lacking confidence in his playing skills, which Marty is understanding of. Mm hmm. So the trip continues with a dinner, Marty's partially eaten, and then it concludes with the fact that Pierce's friend and lodging is a flake, who then (sighs) left them stranded. (laughs) Yeah, so they have to drive back to London with hope that Marty made his appointment, Mm -hmm. will make his appointment. However, Pierce has a couple of surprises for him on the way home. First, that he bought tickets to Florence, Italy for Marty. And second, asking him to be his boyfriend. (gasps) Marty said yes to both. Okay. When they get back, Pierce invited Marky, Marky, Marty. Marky Mark. (laughs) Marky Mark.
0: (laughs) And the funky bunch.
1: (laughs) Pierce invited Marty to stay the night with him since Marty didn't want to startle Sean. Mm -hmm. Just in case he has a guest. Uh they get back and right on time Marty skull Marty called Sky. Wow, I am having an English issue here. <laughs> <laughs> Only to find out that Megan is trashing him at a bonfire oh. and outing him to everyone. Fucking...
0: Okay, if you're a Megan, don't be the stereotypical don't Megan. Don't
1: fucking be this Megan.
0: Do not be
1: Megan. Exactly <laughs> uh, Episode title. Do not be the Megan.
0: Megan. <laughs> Just all caps.
1: Anyway. Uh, so she's telling everyone that he's too busy with his boyfriend to talk to her. You are a fucking bitch. Sky had even been trying to stop her, but to no avail. He wasn't even out to any- everyone yet. This was bad.
0: Can I bring in a personal moment to yes. this? Because this actually legit relates to me. Yep. Back when I came out as by, my I you know, told my three best friends at the time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, please don't tell anybody. I'm getting more comfortable. I trust you guys. A week later, I, the people start just messaging me from around the town. Yep. And I'm like, wow, thanks, guys. Yep. That is the worst fucking thing that you can do as a person.
1: Especially in a city and a town where-
0: Everybody knows each other. It's
1: very close-minded is yeah. more like what yes. I'm saying.
0: yeah <laughs> If somebody tells you in confidence that they are out, yep. if there's, you know, if they're gay, bi, you know, pansexual, pansexual whatever, whatever transsexual, transgender, yeah. that's the one.
1: Yeah, not transsexual, transgender.
0: Transgender. Don't fucking out them. That is not your place to do that. Nope. That is one of the things that like is on the top of my list of pisses me off.
1: I, I, I will side note with that as well. Uh, that comes to any news that is not your fucking business yes. to tell. You... I am a staunch believer in if it's not your news, it's not your news to tell either. Yes. Unless it is something that is so minor where it's like, oh, so-and-so changed their hair color. Yeah, like that's it's not like that big idea. Somebody's,
0: somebody's gonna fucking find out eventually. Yeah,
1: so and so's wearing like a weird T-shirt today. It's kind of funny. Like that. That's yeah. that's not really news. News. Yeah, personal news is not yours to tell. Yes, and outing someone like this is disgusting. Don't
0: fucking out people.
1: Yeah, I will no. find
0: you and I'll just make sure you well, step on a Lego. Also,
1: put him in danger. Yeah, in doing this, because places like Kentucky were one of those places where they had that, um, woman who refused to give out, uh, marriage licenses. Yeah. And people were like, yeah, absolutely. And people would rather see gay people dead instead. And it's yep. horrible. Yeah. So like, she's putting him in danger.
0: Yeah. So. All because why? Exactly. The, the, whatever reason she gives, that's not a fucking reason. No, there's so. no
1: good reason. Um, Marty actually ends up fainting from this, uh, from the stress of it all. That... So he woke up to Pierce, uh, confirming that what he said was true. That Skye said the truth. He even finished the conversation with Skye to confirm that Megan and her delusions were off the charts. She used him and his anxiety against him. But Pierce, he's not afraid of her. Why would he be? Yeah. Then he made Sky give Megan the phone. He told her that outing someone was an assault, that it could put him in danger, and that she needed to stop. So she did. Wow. Yeah.
0: She actually did.
1: Well, if you have legal threats. Yeah. But you don't actually know the law, then... Yeah. You know. So the next day, Marty returns home and gives Sean the recap without the fainting spell. Mm-hmm. Sophie came by later, a lot angrier than... I expected and (laughs) cornered him. Oh. Not upset about the fact that Marty asked about Colin, but that he's not eating. Ah. Even Pierce noticed that he only had a couple bites of food. And they went to a vegan vegetarian restaurant. Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay, dude.
1: So he had lost 10 pounds that week alone. Ooh. And he was talking about how he was trying to hit his goal weight. And it must be working because Pierce is his boyfriend now. He's upset and Sophie and Sean are worried. They point out that he needs to take care of himself and if Pierce is pressuring him to do this, and he can't help him. Boyfriend or not. Yeah. Marty admits that Pierce isn't doing this. He has nothing to do with the change. But Sean doesn't buy it. He uses the same harmful lingo, the label reading, the counting, everything. Sophie then tells him that some people will look the other way when things are happening to their friends. She is not that person.
0: Fucking go. I love Sophie. Let's fucking go. So be a Sophie.
1: Be a Sophie. Be a Sophie, not a Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. However, with now knowing that Pierce may be using Marty since he intends to perform with him in two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Sophie tells him. Sorry. I know. Sophie tells him he's not a good performer. That Pierce is not a good performer. And that he's only using Marty for this. He likes him as an oboist. No matter what she's tried, no matter what, she's tired of trying to help him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: All of it is a waste of time. And as she leaves, she says, Good luck with the move back to Kentucky. Oh. Because. If he's going to keep letting him use him, he's not going to get anywhere. That's fair. I hate to say it, but even out of anger, I probably would have said the same fucking yeah, thing. You, like, good luck getting shoved back home.
0: Yeah, you've gotta, you got to hit people. Sometimes you got to hit people with the fucking truth.
1: Like, really hard in their face. Yeah. So.
0: And they won't like it. No. But they need it.
1: <laughs> Trust me, I have... Nearly lost many a friend over that
0: shit. <laughs> I know, I've been there. You've lost friends over that shit.
1: And I usually end up right. So, <laughs> nah, 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 Fuck you. Um So, Sean and Marty then went for a walk. Uh, she found out... Oh, sorry. He found out Sean earned his spot in Les Mis. He's their French horn player. Les Miserables. Yeah, actually. He's their fourth French horn player. Hey, uh, Marty congratulated him and does it again when he finds out Sang and Sean are officially dating. Oh, I know. Eventually, Sean leaves to go hang out with him and Marty is left there, realizing that his stomach is growling and that Sophie may actually be right about the food thing.
0: Uh, shes It's not a may. She is right. Yep, about, she is. Just...
1: Then he finally received a text back from Pierce after couple messages towards him saying Sophie and I fought and hey I need you Uh, he received a text back from Pierce after you know a while Mm -hmm. all he could say was he was on a train back home for a visit sorry about Sophie Uh, and let's run through our recital piece when he gets back
0: okay yep he is using him which pissed
1: Marty off oh good
0: good get mad
1: he turned off his phone and walked, oh. just walking until he found himself at Abbey Road. The one from the Beatles cover, if you're not sure.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So there was a woman there playing Hey Jude on her guitar, and he was brought out of his funk for a moment. Music has a funny way of doing that. It and does. reminding him of why he's there in the first place. Mm-hmm. He realized he had to pull himself out of this darkness. Later, Sean and Marty were talking about how Sophie has a point and that she (laughs) wants him to bounce back and advocate for himself. Mm -hmm. Marty insists that he can't, that there's a haze. So Sean suggests to eat. Ooh. It's gotten really bad and a bag of crisps isn't going to hurt.
0: A bag of crisps?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So he does. And he eats over half the bag. Let's go. I know. He felt guilty because he was so close to to his goal, too, but he doesn't really know what that goal is anymore. He's already felt Pierce slipping away, and he still has one more thing to do, so he calls the only other number he knew by heart. Megan's. She started off by asking if this was a confrontation.
0: (laughs) It should be. You don't deserve much else. Megan. I'm sorry. Um, I no, no. no I, I've no. had bad experiences with Megans. Same. And. It
1: never turns out right. Yeah, so
0: if you're a good Megan, be a Sophie Megan.
1: Yeah, be not, a Sophie Megan.
0: Not a Megan Megan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but Marty said it was about time, though he didn't know where to start. She suggested maybe about the time that he got too good for them. He said that it was actually well before they were friends. Because you were gay? (laughs) Yeah. In a state that would rather see him dead than himself. You're either superior or inferior. There's no in between. Mm -hmm. So after her trying to turn it back on him again, he lets her have it especially since Skye was present and didn't think Megan would actually follow through with him. So he said that he was sorry for running 30 minutes behind on a call because of his boyfriend, which he is now. But she said it menacingly. He's sorry about a lot of things that he never stood up to her and gave her perverse superiority, where she thought she could control things in his life. She was always so pissed he came out to his parents first and her next. Because really, she should have been the last person she to- he told. How she claimed she always knew. Quizzing how every guy was hot or not. How she felt the need to push him out of the closet as if it were the thing holding him back. But it was really her. So he said they're done. And she agreed.
0: Fucking pop.
1: Off. I know, I was like, snaps from Artie! Let's
0: fucking <laughs> go!
1: So a few days later, he got a package in the mail. Oh. From Megan. Mm-hmm. She sent it well before their fight, and it was a scrapbook of their time together. Well, However, this didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. A little while later, Marty gets ready for lunch with Pierce. However, when he comes in, he rushes in to say that the professor that Marty impressed, his name is Dr. Baberstock, and I just kept forgetting his fucking name every time I wrote it down.
0: Baberstock?
1: Baberstock.
0: Baberstock. Yeah. Either way, that's a great name.
1: I know. <laughs> it is a strong professor name. Yes. Uh, so he was excited to hear Marty play,
0: Ooh. not
1: Pierce. <gasps> so instead, he's canceling and going to rehearse. Pierce is canceling on Marty, just so he can go rehearse.
0: Oh, weird.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Which took Marty by surprise and left him tense, because in the middle of Pierce explaining his frustration, he mentions he's never been the boyfriend type, which left Marty worried he still may not be. Instead of sulking, he chases after Pierce and suggests they go to their friend Rio's jam session instead to get him out of stressing, which Pierce agreed to. They go find out Sophie and Rio have become a thing. (gasps) Rio is a girl. Okay. Just to specify that this is also a lesbian relationship. Let's go. Yep. Uh, They (laughs) have become a thing and have fun. The next day, Pierce and Marty are on their way to Italy. When they arrive to the airport, Marty finally decided to confront one of the emails that his parents sent him. His dad explains that he understands, not fully, uh, why their faith has always been an issue for him, especially recently. He he understands, but he doesn't understand it. Yeah, that's just the Gatorade that Tyler decided to slam not the table. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Um, so he understands, not fully, but his mom doesn't quite yet. So Marty responds that he doesn't expect them to know him or what he's been through. Mm-hmm. So he attaches the project he didn't turn in All of the journal entries from the previous year.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a fucking power move.
1: I fucking know. And then he goes, all right, he signs it off with literally, not even love, just
0: Marty. Wow. That's a fucking power move.
1: Yep. Just here, this might give you a little bit of a taste of what I was going through. They then have a bit of a turbulent trip to Italy where beforehand, Marty still can't shake the feeling that Pierce may be using him to look better at the recital the following week.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: However, for now, he wants to focus on the positives, Mm -hmm. but the positives are shit. Because they get into Italy, they find out it's raining, Pierce is a miserable bitch who decided bickering is more important than the fact that everyone on the bus speaks English, heard him insult them over the fact that he was soaking from the rain and miserable, and then when they got dropped off at the Leaning Tower of Pisa, left Marty behind and didn't give a shit.
0: The fucking, it's, you're in Italy. So fucking. What if it's raining? I bet the city looks even more beautiful, fucking like the right. country does. It's
1: one of those things that it's like it's sure it's an architectural nightmare, but like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: it's it's a legendary architectural nightmare. Yes, but like, don't be a bitter bitch about the fact that it's raining. Don't
0: be a bitter bitch. I know. Yeah, heard it here first, folks.
1: <laughs> They got in another bus and uh, Pierce was still a bitter bitch who decided not to even allow Marty to sit with him. He just grumbled about school being fine. And Marty is trying to take in the scenery around him. That isn't spectacular. (laughs) Two hours later, they were in Florence and it's, much more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Exactly what you'd expect to see. Like, older architecture, the clotheslines hanging across from building to building, things like
0: that. The good shit. Yes.
1: (laughs) So, Marty tried to hold Pierce's hand and be close to him, but Pierce let go, pressing on and burying himself in his phone to find Danny and Ajay. The only conversation that they fucking had this whole trip. When they find their friends... Turns out Pierce isn't being standoffish only to Marty; he's just in a sour mood. But nothing like a meander through Florence to see if the statue of David can't fix. I mean, I mean that would be yeah. pretty fucking awesome, honestly. That would be, I'd be so happy. Yeah. Um, at least they hope. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's where my my reaction came from. Like, no, Mom. it doesn't
1: change anything. Yeah, but of course his friends noticed as well.
0: Yeah.
1: So the rest of the day was filled with food and such, and. When they went to the Airbnb to rest up, Pierce decided after a shower that things would get sexual.
0: He just decided that. Yep.
1: Yep. So he 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 started like pushing interaction without having a conversation, right? Oh. And when Marty was exposed from the waist down, <clears throat> mm. he was worried that he was still flabby and whatnot, but that's not the case. And when Pierce exposed him further. He didn't want this. Not that he's not into Pierce, but he didn't want this his first time to be during a fight that they never talked out. Mm-hmm. Pierce got upset about that since he believed that this is how partners make up. And Marty's like, You literally haven't called me your boyfriend this whole time, physically reacted against it, really? So we do need to talk. I'm sorry. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, but Pearson says that they don't need to always talk things out. Yes, they do. There are other ways to work through problems. Nope. I'm sorry. Um, angry sex is only good if both parties are privy to it.
0: And are angry about different things. If you're at angry each at each well, I don't know actually.
1: And that really depends. But yeah. either way both have to be consenting to the idea.
0: Yes, consensual remember, kids, consent is sexy.
1: Consent is sexy.
0: And required.
1: Yes. Um, but the fact that he was just like, oh no, I'm just going to try and push this on you. I'm like, excuse me, the fuck?
0: That's going to, that's rapey.
1: It it really is. Yeah. Like, I'm not (laughs) even going (laughs) to
0: sugarcoat it. That is.
1: So anyway, so Pierce did the whole, there are other ways to work out problems. And Marty's like, maybe. And he brings up that he doesn't want to have his first time doing anything like this with someone who pressures him and calls it a form of apology so pierce tells him that he has some issues and that this isn't worth it so he's gonna go sleep on the couch
0: <laughs> bitch he's yeah i was about to say bitch.
1: he's kind of he's kind of a bitch he's a bitch yeah so uh the next morning they head out to Siena, mm-hmm. and danny finds out that there's issues in marty's relationships but only vaguely except for the fact that the walls were thin and she could hear that they argued so she jokes that she and Ajay have been together for three months and she still doesn't know what she's doing, which makes Marty laugh. We've been together for almost five years. Sometimes I question myself as well. <laughs> we both do. You yeah, know <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's just relationships. Yeah. But at least knowing that sex is not an apology is. It's a.
0: Uh, it's a know.
1: sexy fun time with yeah. consenting adults. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so.
0: I was about to say it's a reward, but it's not.
1: It's really not. It's a benefit. It's a benefit. There you go. If you are
0: into that. There we go.
1: Fixed it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Good boy. Um, (laughs) So they arrive in Malta and have some fun. And Danny asks if Marty wants to busk in the town center of Siena, their next stop. I totally fucked up. (laughs) Hold on.
0: (laughs) Holding. They
1: head out to Siena. They're okay. on the bus. They were in Malta for a moment. And okay. she asked if they wanted to go to Siena to busk. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Since Ajay can't without his piano. Because <laughs> why would you take a piano from London to Italy? That's and fair. Pierce doesn't want to. Oh. surprise! Me, 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 me. So Marty's like, yeah, me, me. of course. He, of course, asked why Pierce doesn't want to, but Danny is like, she's not sure. He's a master of self-sabotage. So they get to Siena, and Marty is super happy, despite Pierce still being bitter and standoffish. Mm-hmm. They do their tourist thing, and then Danny and Marty get to busking. They do really well, and their performance is on point. But Pierce gives them one euro and walks away. hmm No wink, no cute smile, no nothing. He's just like, here's a dollar, goodbye. But the reality is, uh, so I skipped ahead. You give him a Euro. At the end of it all, Danny asked if Marty and Pierce play that way together.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But the reality is, is, they haven't practiced together yet.
0: Oh, shit.
1: When Marty said no, she was like, fuck. She was worried that he was only putting them off saying that he had practiced for weeks together. Oh. But then she had something else to say, something she was really worried about. Okay. Marty's anxiety uh, shot through the roof, but he stopped, took a moment, and waited for he- her to say what she had to say. Mm-hmm. She had a feeling that he was doing this to bring up his status at school not just the recital, but their relationship.
0: Oh, Pierce was doing this? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I I was about to be like, Marty wouldn't do that.
1: No, Marty's graduated. Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. I forgot. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. So she was like, no, Marty, not just the recital. Your relationship. And he was crushed. He nearly dropped his oboe. Oh, He asked if Pierce liked him at all, and Danny was like, yeah, it's just that she promised after Colin that she wouldn't allow Pierce to do that again. Marty said the major difference is that he wouldn't just disappear. Apparently, when they heard about him asking Marty to perform at the recital, they were all nervous. Mm. Apparently, he had been trying to get in Dr. Baberstock's good graces for a while. So Marty was trying to remember the good times, but he pointed out that he was so nice to him. But Marty, heard, but Danny heard them and he knew he was also a dick to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was going to deny it until it clicked. Mm-hmm. He needed to have a conversation with Pierce. So he made his way to the espresso bar where Ajay and Pierce were sitting. And he gave Ajay an excuse to leave so he can confront Pierce. Okay. So he does. Oh. He brings up the fact that clearly Pierce doesn't want to do this and maybe never did. And Pierce only apologizes.
0: <laughs> so it doesn't deny it? Just- Nope.
1: Just, I'm sorry. <sighs> but Marty gets a strength and ends things.
0: Good.
1: He then leaves to be alone. Okay. He's heartbroken. Uh... And the most amazing words I've ever read about heartbreak is said then. Oh. Quote- Heartbreak happens. I've looked it up. There's no way to describe it in words, except maybe when if you repeated the word fuck for about four pages. <laughs> for, for about four or five pages. That's what heartbreak is. An endless string of fucks shouted from your heart, making it hard to hear, hard to see, impossible to breathe. It's melodramatic, sure, but what isn't about this moment? I'm literally sitting in a gutter. And he was literally sitting in a gutter. Oh! <laughs> he processed everything that happened up until this point and how he let Pierce eclipse it all. He needed to make things right again, to make a change. He decides to actually head home on his own, back to London.
0: Oh, to lo- I was like, uh, yeah, back nope. to Kentucky?
1: Nope, London. <laughs> okay. London is his home, and he realizes at that, that moment that London is his home. Okay. So he wanders the city, finds the bus station, gets to the airport, and heads home. He sobbed the whole way home on the plane. But not before texting Danny that he already left and that he's getting a busking license. He's in to get a busking license to make money for the time being. He decides he's done being a stranger in London and is ready to be able to take control of his life.
0: That a boy. I know.
1: So he flies home and finds himself in the tube station where he plays his oboe and makes some bank.
0: Let's go. I know. Let's go oboe.
1: Then... (laughs) Fuck, that's good. (laughs) Let's go oboe. Uh, Then Shane finds him and on their way home, he tells him everything that happened in the six weeks that they were there. Holy shit, I just realized how much weight he lost in six weeks.
0: That's a lot.
1: Yeah. Anyway... Uh, speaking more than he had with anyone. Ever. Old Marty wouldn't have been ready for this, but fuck it. He is now.
0: Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's go.
1: Later he meets up with Sophie and gives her a huge hug. Mm. He orders a traditional English breakfast, and as they wait for the food to come, he tells her how she was a real friend this whole time. He realized that he still doesn't miss Megan because she was toxic as fuck. The food comes and he tells her about Italy. Over bites of food he's done crash dieting over someone who's not worth it yes i know he gets back to the flat to find his aunt leah who wasn't supposed to return for another month
0: oh boy she
1: says that his mom called her and that she is not happy leah explains that when his mom called that she wasn't yelling she was just incredibly concerned for him She also told him about how she and her sister grew apart. Apparently Leah and her, his mom got pregnant around the same time, which is why Sean and Marty are only a month apart. Mm. But the thing is she started to join the church and Leah was a single parent.
0: Oh, so that, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: She told him, of course, that she called his mom after and took them a while to sort out the truth that he sent after he sent the diary, and it really affected her. So she figured that now would be a good time to finally talk to them about everything. And he did. Wow. Knew Marty had one last job to do, so he told him everything from the beginning. Wow. When they hang up, Aunt Leah tells Marty that despite everything, he has a choice to make. But he tells Aunt Leah that he doesn't have to wait around for them to change. But he's chosen his family, and they're right there. I know. The next day, Marty finds that Danny used their videos to get a busking license, or at least an audition for one, because you have to audition for busking yep. license. Uh, London Pride comes around again, and before he gets out of bed to start the day, he decides to open up his mother's email that she, that he got before he sent them last year's diary. Okay. His aunt Leah has given him an extension on his say, but he doesn't know how long that'll last. And he doesn't know anything yet, but he opens the email. (laughs) (laughs) His mom tells him how she's furious at him. Yep. But she's even more appalled at the reaction from her church about them finding out how he was gay. She finds that they were offering fake words of support and basically trying to give him conversion pamphlets, which she found absolutely disgusting. So she decided that they would be finding a new church, one that's more supportive, and his dad thinks it's a good start. She'll try calling him soon, and she finishes off with, I love you. Oh, that's big. I know. That's big. I know. I was like, holy fuck.
0: (laughs) It's huge.
1: Marty then goes off to Pride to meet all of his friends before he has to go to Danny and his audition for their busking license. There he finds Pierce, where he has his last conversation with him, For the time being. Mm -hmm. And then they get all dressed up and ready to go. In that conversation, I will admit that Marty had the power this time. He was cautious and he told Pierce that he should earn his trust as a friend. Nothing more. Okay. (sighs) Okay. A little fast forward. Alright. After avoiding it for literal months, he finally decides to have the last word with Megan. He tells her how... After everything she's done, he's still trying to be a better version of himself, but for himself, not for her. Also, that he loves the scrapbook. He'll look back on it about all the times that he had with her. And the next thing we know, he's on a plane to Kentucky to hang out with Skye. Whoa. He's only going to visit for a week. Okay. And then he'll be back on a plane home to London. Okay. Okay. He gives his dad a call, and he's so excited to see his son. Oh. He promises Marty that no matter what, he won't let anyone be weird around him. <laughs> <laughs> they hung up, and he boards the plane. As he settles in, he pulls out a journal that his Aunt Leah that has taught him to use. He's been meditating a lot lately, tr- trying to calm his anxiety. Mm-hmm. He writes down his fears, and he comes to a realization that he never really wanted to escape Avery, or Kentucky as a whole. What he really wanted was someplace, to go someplace, sorry, that he could conquer his fears and become his own person. And he freaking did it. Hell yeah. And that's the end. And I'm trying not to cry again. (laughs) Uh, holy shit. I love that
0: book. (laughs) That's a good book. Way to go, Marty.
1: Way to go, Marty. Big up, Marty. I know. Um so something that uh, there was, this was in the author's note, which was only a couple pages long. And I remember reading bits and pieces of it. Mm -hmm. He said that a lot of Marty's calmness in the story from music was really important. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's because I also used to be in music growing up and it was a huge part of who I was. Yeah. And I'm like, I grew up being that kid, too. Music is a major passion of mine. Yeah. I love it. I'm still trying to acquire a French horn, but they're $3,000. Yeah,
0: they are expensive. They're they
1: expensive. And even rent-to-own is even yeah. more expensive. So, that being said, like he was like, I wanted him to understand that like sometimes you have to change location to find who you are. And the author actually did that except he went from the UK to the United States. Okay. So I was like, that's a major change. Yeah. And this book, I feel like is a beautiful coming of age story. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very much about finding yourself and not allowing people to walk all over you and, and be worse about it. So, I loved it. Also, not allowing like crushes to take over your life. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people will do that, and they brought up a lot of really important topics. Yes, in this and I just I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. What did you think?
0: I liked it. It was very good. Uh, very good with representation. It didn't uh like steamroll everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a story about him, not about his sexuality or yep. uh anything like that. It was his story,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I really enjoyed it, the uh, imagery. I can, like, I can just kind of imagine this guy walking down the street, you know? Yeah. And.
1: Just kind of kind of sandy, blonde, hair, blue-eyed, yeah. like, your height. Yeah. Like, 200-and-something-pound kid who, like
0: doesn't know what's going on doesn't in life.
1: know what's going on with and is himself. so nervous. Yes, you can see him like fiddling with his fingers. It's like come and... on, buddy. But You're...
0: the world's gonna the world's going to just blow up when you. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you figure it all out.
1: Yeah, but it... I agree. It's good. It's so well written and yes. again, I gave you guys enough that you can read it and experience it for yourself, but I legit like I cried and I hugged the book at the end because I was like That's how it should feel, Mm -hmm. finding yourself. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. It's hard to find yourself in those moments. And then, especially as a teenager, an an adult teenager, you know? So I thought it was beautiful. And I think a lot of people should be reading it on their own. And if they know somebody who needs it, they should give it to them. Yeah. Because it can help a lot of people. Yeah. Especially with tolerance. Holy fuck. Yeah.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Alright. Break?
0: Break time. Break
1: time. Break time. Ah!
0: <laughs> Hello.
1: Hi guys. We're back. Yes, we are.
0: Yes. Good times.
1: <sighs> uh
0: should we hop right into gaming news?
1: Yes, please.
0: Gaming news. Uh Elden Wing Elden Wing.
1: Elden Wing.
0: Elden Ring was finally released, which oh. is that is the new game from uh from software,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, the creator of the Dark Souls series and J.R.R. Tolkien uh, created this world.
1: I thought it was George R.R. R. Martin.
0: That's who it is.
1: J.R.R. Tolkien?
0: I Listen, I'm tired, okay? <laughs> George R.R. Martin, aka the creator of Game of Thrones. Yes. They came together and uh, made this game.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Uh, it's creepy, it's good, it's I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's fucking difficult.
1: I, yeah, I've heard that.
0: I will be reporting on it uh, later when I finally finish it. It's but, but I am, uh, I will share this little tidbit of it. There are just bosses roaming the, like, main area. No, thank you. And it feels a lot like um Dark Souls and Breath of the Wild.
1: I loved that, yeah. but no thank you for the bosses. Yeah.
0: Like, there's one when you enter the main, like, open area Mm -hmm. he's just kind of walking near where you go and it's like oh it's right here i smacked him a health bar appeared on the bottom with his name and i went oh fuck and i died immediately (laughs)
1: like
0: it was bad
1: just thank you i was like "Mm, gotcha
0: that's where we're going with this we're in
1: trouble (laughs) i'm in danger (laughs) i'm in danger
0: (laughs) (laughs) but uh yes i'm having a lot of fun with it um and I will be reporting on it eventually. It's going to be a while.
1: Excitement.
0: Because I want to take my time and enjoy this game. Good call. Yeah. So uh, besides that, uh, just want to shout out. This is not a sponsor. I don't think they will be. They might at some point. That'd be cool. But, that would uh, be
1: really cool. Yeah.
0: Just a shout out. I've been using a lot of their pieces for uh, the D&D portion of this podcast. It's 1985 games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Highly recommend them. They make quality stuff for your DD game i was about to say shit but you make quality <laughs> stuff
1: you make quality shit for your stuff
0: yes <laughs> for your DD game and so. that's why
1: we don't have them as a sponsor not yet
0: but uh <laughs> maybe
1: are we gonna be like a hey critical role and have that situation where it's like we're kind of pieces of shit but you love us yeah i hope <laughs> <laughs> that'd be
0: awesome but um
1: yeah you know what you got into. Anyway. Shout
0: out to them. Um, not gaming news, but personally, I'm enjoyed about this news uh, as we are recording this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, AEW Revolution is tonight. So, Woo! yeah, it's a lot of big matches.
1: Tyler loves his wrestling.
0: Yes. I'm jealous that Jordan, the aka the gnome from the Dads on Dayquil cool podcast is going to watch it tonight. Jealous. Jealous. Yeah, one match I am excited to see the... Uh,
1: Emphasis on the syllables of yeah. jealous.
0: Yes, G-Alice.
1: G-Alice.
0: But uh, one that I'm really excited to see the result of is uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the championship.
1: Guys, trust me, you know what's going to end up happening? He's going to see some of it on YouTube. And yeah. And then he's going to show me.
0: going to be like, look at what he did.
1: Uh, uh, the person who really isn't into yeah. wrestling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um...
1: read my book. Oh,
0: besides that, I guess gaming things, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Vanguard with uh, Jordan Mm -hmm. and AJ, aka the Stone from Dads on Dayquil and the Button Mashers Realm. Yes. So uh, I've been playing a lot of it. I have become a menace.
1: Yes. Yes, you have.
0: I am a menace in that game. I have just completely just stopped using primary weapons, just period. I very rarely use my primary. I use the uh, the Panzerfaust uh launcher.
1: For no good reason other than
0: Becoming a menace. Why
1: the fuck not? I exactly. got
0: called a hacker because I'm using it.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I
0: literally run around, shoot it, kill people, and I will wait until my supply box recharges, throw it down on the ground, get more ammo for it, and just keep shooting it. You would. Most games I get uh, popped up on the MVP screen for most explosive eliminations, and today I got my highest. I had a total, like, total amount of kills of 23. Mm -hmm. 20 of those were explosive eliminations. Uh, (laughs) Jeez. Did
1: You just, like, karate chop the rest? What the fuck? I did
0: punch the rest, (laughs) yes. You want to know what I hit them with? Just the tube of the Panzerfaust, because you can oh, smack people with it. you fucking
1: would. Yes, so... You fucking would. Yeah,
0: it was... Oh, I'm so proud of myself for this. I
1: know you are.
0: It's. I'm gonna gold that gun, I swear. Like, Hi. that is my goal, is to just gold one gun in that game, and it's going to be the Panzerfaust.
1: Weird enough, I look forward to that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I will keep you guys up to date. Um, yes. A lot of games coming out this month. Not that I'm, like, particularly knowledgeable of which one specifically.
1: I can't but- remember. There is a TikToker out there that we also keep up with. Yeah. He has up-to-date gaming news. Yeah. Um, I might find that eventually yeah obviously not for this show notes but um upcoming ones yeah and we will probably use him as a source from here on out because yeah. we it's... might
0: put his video for this episode that i am like referencing because she sent it to me so yeah and it, we it might would put be it great in the show notes so yeah Shout out to that guy. Thanks, guy. I don't know his username.
1: I can't remember his name whatsoever. <laughs> I just remember what he looks like. And yeah. every time he comes up, I'm like, oh, shit, got to share with Ty. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, we've been really bad about keeping up with our own shit, too.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So shall we get into this game?
1: Shit, yeah, we should.
0: Um, A little bit. Of a disclaimer, mm-hmm. uh, this is, will be the first time I'm doing two games at once, and the reason for that is because, well, these games are pretty much the same, and the second one just bettered the, what the first one did. But there are still some great stuff that came from the first one, like the DLC, so I will do a basic aver, over aver view, overview. Overview, <laughs> overview of uh, both games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that would be The Escapists 1 and 2.
1: No, you have not done this one. Yeah. I think you did do a one and two earlier. Uh, Yes, you did. I will have to look back on the episodes, but I do have a feeling that there was one. I know it wasn't this one, but you did do one where it's one and two were basically the same, except there was minor differences between two. Uh,
0: There was one where I definitely like time splitters. I just chose not to do two.
1: I think that's a, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, it was time talk, splitters. Yeah,
0: I didn't talk about two at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you were like, it's basically the same shit, just different name. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what? Uh, real quick, what got me into the uh, really into the escapists too. I've had the game for a long time and haven't really played
1: it. True.
0: Uh, I earlier this year I got COVID. I got the the Rona.
1: I'm immune, apparently. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I got that, and uh, I was going through uh like all of the symptoms every fucking day so one day like the third or fourth day i was feeling somewhat better Mm -hmm. and then i was like i am gonna play some halo infinite i haven't had a chance to really go further into the story so i'm gonna you know try that and as i was moving around the camera i was getting dizzy
1: yeah you were getting really bad i was like holy
0: shit So I was like, what's a game that I can play? Because I really wanted to. I hadn't been able to for like two, three days at Mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what can I do? And that was, uh, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this game. Perfect. Escapists. Let's try the Escapists 2. And I got so fucking far in it.
1: I remember when you started playing that. And it's not... um... Let's put it this way. I walked away very quickly. Yeah. Because I, I don't really like um, top-down mm-hmm. uh, games, depending. Except for Hades. Yes. I, Hades is a thirst trap, though. A thirst <laughs> trap. Yeah. And that
0: game is coming up in the lineup eventually, so I will talk uh, no,
1: about I know. We get to talk about your buy panic moment. Yes. And...
0: But yes.
1: Anyway, but no, like, I remember when you were like, this is the only game we can really I, play. I right could now.
0: only play this game.
1: Yeah, because it didn't make you sick. Yeah, so I was like, whatever makes you happy, dude. Because
0: the camera was pretty, it wasn't sporadic. It didn't, like, have motion blur or anything. It was really easy to follow the character. Yeah. So uh, the release dates for these games uh, the first game was released August 20th in 2014.
1: Shit, really? Yeah.
0: And then the second one was released August twenty second on in twenty seventeen. So. I just
1: had an I'm old moment yeah. because I realized that kids that were born in twenty fourteen are can, like can talk, are not just functioning. That. Yeah, they're they're getting into like middle high school or stuff like. that. Yeah, wow. I don't like that. I look at that. My body hurts. Yeah. So uh,
0: <laughs> the second game, as I said in twenty seventeen, was released. They're older. Yeah. The genre is strategy and role-playing, but not your typical strategy where it is, like, real-time strategy. This is, like, planning strategy.
1: Okay.
0: So, the developer, uh, two developers for this game, Moldy Tooth Studios.
1: (laughs) Moldy Tooth.
0: Moldy Tooth. (laughs) And Team 17 the publisher is a uh, is team 17 so mm-hmm. they also developed it and uh, about them they are a british indie developer known for the worms uh, series lemmings and they also did some work on the overcooked series
1: oh overcooked yes oh yeah 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 i think i remember seeing that the Papa.
0: the logo is purple and it's just a 17 and then like under it it says team 17 yeah yeah
1: yeah we love Overcooked. Yes, so
0: these developers are... I am. Pass
1: me the mushies! Yeah, mushies! Mushies!
0: So, uh, systems. Between the two games, this has been released on PS3 and 4, Xbox 360 and 1, and Windows, Mac, Linux, Switch, iOS, and Android. Oh. So, pretty much the more important major ones. Nice. Yeah, just hasn't had a release on the, I guess, newer gen of systems besides the Switch, but... You can still play them, fair enough, and it works just fine. So, basis of the game. This is pretty much the same description for both, and it comes from the wiki. If I need to cite it, I will, but I don't think I need to.
1: No, because you can look that up yourselves as yeah. well, and we are also mentioning that it's not our information. Yeah,
0: it is the wiki. Yes. Yeah. So, in the game, players assume control of an inmate from a top-down perspective. The inmate must follow daily routines in the prison while at the same time complete quests for fellow inmates and seek out opportunities to escape. Hmm. And uh, something I will add on to this, that uh, there is a multitude of prisons to escape from, and as you escape from more prisons, the harder they are to escape from. But there's always a way.
1: There's a will, there's a way.
0: Yes. So, uh, the quests and stuff like that... Um, Everybody there's like as you're walking around doing your stuff in the games uh there's like schedules so it'll be like oh first uh you'll do the first roll call mm-hmm. where if you don't go to that the prison will go into lockdown and they will try and find you. Oh shit. If you don't appear at any of these things like all you have to do is walk in you'll get a check mark and you can leave and do whatever you were doing. Okay. Yep. So uh the other inmates some of them periodically a green check mark or exclamation point will appear above their head. That means they have a quest for you. Oh. So you go do it. It can be anything from, hey, this guy stole my thing. Take it from his desk. Um, Hey, I need to do something. Can you cause a distraction at lunchtime?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Hey, this guy's an asshole. Kick the shit out of him. Like that. <laughs> it's those sort of things.
1: I'm in. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and uh, these give you money or like, it's a currency in the form of gold coins. <laughs> You unlock the, or you use these to purchase things from other uh, inmates who have the gold coin okay. emblem above them. Uh, and they have stuff like contraband, such as duct tape, files, stuff like that, uh, to consumables like food and all that good stuff. Because there is a crafting mechanic in this game. Okay. Yeah, you'll use a file and like some duct tape, and I, actually I think it's two files to make like shears. Oh, okay. So you learn these recipes as you go. Fair enough. Yeah. So, and another way to make money is get a job in the prison, which can be anything from janitor to trash disposal to planting crops, laundry, anything. Okay. In the first game, my favorite one in, I think it was the first prison, was uh, laundry, because that was an easy way to get a police uniform. Fair. A guard uniform, so you get that and you're like, oh, <laughs> look at me, I'm an... <laughs> I'm a guard.
1: I, I'm one of you. <laughs> yeah, and
0: like as long as you don't stay near them long enough. It...
1: They can't like see your face. Yeah, so
0: you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, there's all of that good stuff. Uh, there is also, uh, workout areas and, uh, free, um, in the free time areas, uh, to build up your strength and agility and your intelligence, which, uh, the strength and agility will help you, you know, move faster, be stronger, um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Take more hits, uh, where intelligence helps you either get better jobs or, uh, craft more difficult to craft items. Okay. So, hmm, this shovel fucking sucks. But I can't build a better one. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm going to get smarter. Boom, got smarter. Now I can craft a better one.
1: Get gooder.
0: Yeah, get smarterer. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a lot to kind of... It sounds like a lot, but this is stuff that you learn while you're playing the game. It just kind of really falls in easily. It doesn't. It's not overwhelming when you're mm-hmm. playing the game. It's like, oh, find a way to escape. There's no time limit on most of them. I will explain the caveat to that there's no time limit so you can take as long as you need to learn the mechanics and figure out the best escape route okay some of the prisons have like little hints everywhere it's like hey i don't see guards coming over this way (laughs) it's like oh they don't come in this room time to dig in here stuff like that cool yeah so um prisons and uh favorites from each so in these games you will be escaping from prisons so of course you gotta know about some of them i mean yeah so uh, I'm not going to talk about all of them because that's a lot, <laughs> and it would just yeah. be like this one set in this place and blah blah blah. So in the first game, there are six main prisons, six bonus prisons that were added later on, and five DLC prisons, which I will get into later. As for the second game, there are ten maps to escape from, three of which are transport maps.
1: Okay.
0: Which I will escape. Uh, I will. Uh, ex- it's it's a weird thing.
1: Well, I'll explain. <laughs>
0: you have to escape the transport before the allotted time is up. Otherwise, you are put into a prison.
1: Okay, but, but aren't you already in prison?
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's You're being transported to the prison, so you have to find a way off of it to be, like... Free? Yeah, free. But then, like, a cutscene happens, and it's like, Ha-ha, found you! And it's like, come on, man!
1: Son of a bitch! Yeah, so... Ow, I bit my tongue! <laughs> <laughs>
0: There is no set storyline to this. You're just escaping prisons. Okay. But like, they know who you are. They're like, I know you're trying to escape prison. So guess what? You're not escaping this one. And then you do. And it's like, oh, you got away from that last one. That was ch- chump change.
1: That was Tr- super easy. Trying
0: to escape from this one. And it just keeps going. And on then you there. do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just constantly, yeah.
1: That uh, feels like uh, <laughs> every bad prison movie ever. Yes. They're you, just like, you'll
0: never escape. Escapes in five minutes.
1: Yeah, legit. Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, nope, well. <laughs>
0: so my best example of one of the transport maps is uh, you're on a train mm-hmm. and you have to figure out a way to escape and there's like three options and in the second game, there is multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of them is like, oh, we can just remove the last train car but we have to be working together to do it and we need a certain tool and all that stuff. So it's You know, just, you got to find a way to escape it. Fair enough. I used a fake carrot to get a horse close to the door and I jumped onto it.
1: (laughs) I mean, sure, whatever works. Yeah, right.
0: So, uh, there are also six DLC maps in the second game. I will, like I said before, not be describing all of these maps because that would take a while. And, um, I don't want to do that because (laughs) every time I take too long describing things, I get bored. So.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Refer back to Halo 1 episode.
1: Nikki, you can hear me zoning out. Just yep. like, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: sounds great. Yeah, cool.
1: <laughs> Did you hear what I said? No. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> Not a fucking word.
0: <laughs> so uh, I am going to share my favorite and least favorite from each game. So the first for the first game, my favorite map is Center Perks.
1: Center Perks? Yes, okay. it
0: is the first map. All right. And this is, of course, the easiest map. To escape from. But it is such a good way to ease players into the game. Okay. It has you follow easier routines. Like there's, I think, three or four free periods Mm -hmm. in there. So it's like, oh, this is where I'm going to up the skills and all that. This is, you know, follow this. Oh, I have energy that I have to follow. Well, bam, boom, boom. Going to go through all of that. Mm -hmm. And it really teaches you the way. And it'll
1: show you the way. Yeah,
0: this is the way. This is the way. And <laughs> and to make it so you uh, like when you make an escape attempt and you fail it won't be the end of like it's the security doesn't ramp up or anything and they'll just be like I'm I won't repair that fence that he was stitching at you know yeah it's so it's a very easy fun thing to do like I played that map like probably five six times before I moved on to the next one because I was like this is so great. Mm-hmm. I like that. I want to try this way of escaping. I'm going to go through the vents. I'm going to dig underground. I'm going to run out the front door. Like, stuff like that.
1: I'm going to do better than you.
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, my least favorite map, on the other hand, is the hardest. It's called HMP Iron Gate. It's uh, one because it's just so outrageously difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, you get one free period and it's not that long. So, good luck. You have to escape uh, at night. And it's just like, ah, this is... Why did it, it ramp up from... Why are
1: you so stupid? Yeah,
0: and from the last one, mm-hmm. the difficulty ramped up so hard.
1: That seems unnecessary. Like,
0: there's a security door at every fucking door, almost.
1: Well, I mean, you you know how it would typically be with... Uh escapees they yeah. would be like oh shit they escaped last time i'm gonna really ramp this well, up yeah, for but now
0: it just seems the difference between the uh the second to last one and the last one is so big in that difficulty gap that it's like what the fuck is
1: this <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> yeah that actually makes sense
0: so uh what's
1: this bullshit
0: yeah it's it's design is also kind of eh you're on an island mm-hmm. like that's <laughs> Ooh. I'm pretty sure it's not even. It says it's the only one on an island, but like at one point you go to the swamps mm-hmm. and you have to use a boat to escape, and or like a raft to escape anyway. So it's kind of like what the fuck. <laughs> oh, but so it's just, it's not exciting. The layout kind of gets a little confusing. Is and it it's,
1: like an Alcatraz kind of thing? Yeah, kind of like
0: that. Okay. And it's, so
1: they're like escape from Alcatraz, but it's way too hard.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's like yeah uh, this really challenges players and it's like fuck you <laughs> uh
1: also apologies for the hand slamming and the noises yeah. in the background uh my chair is squeaky and Tyler talks with his hands so yeah, and I, I have get jewelry
0: so and yeah yeah and it keeps it in the table yeah. so- <laughs> uh so for my second for the second game
1: mm-hmm.
0: my favorite is called rattlesnake springs
1: is it is it is it cowboy shit? It
0: is Western, yes. It's
1: cowboy shit. It's cowboy shit. Tyler Hell loves yeah. his cowboy Hang, shit.
0: Hangman Adam Page, it's time for some cowboy shit.
1: Tyler loves his cowboy shit. I
0: do. So it's very simple. Uh, there's
1: Dumbass, sorry. <laughs> Just being like, mm, here's a bag of cowboy poop. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs>
0: no. But uh, this one, it's good. It's uh, kind of, it's still on the easier side, but it's like medium easy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of getting into that more uh, rough type of uh gameplay so it's like oh yeah you get two free periods one after breakfast and then one right before dinner Mm -hmm. or like something like that it's these two time periods and you actually have to learn the layout of the map in order to be like how the fuck am I going to escape from this okay and uh when you actually dig underground and start digging tunnels Mm -hmm. that's not the end of it You get in there and there's an abandoned mine under there. So you're just like, oh shit, now I'm in this mine, I have to figure out which way I want to go from the mine to get out of here.
1: Damn.
0: And some of the parts are like blocked off. So it's like if you didn't make enough supplies for digging through walls and stuff like that, like pickaxes. Yeah. You have to go back.
1: Oh, son of a bitch.
0: Yeah. And so there are-
1: Where have you been? (laughs) No.
0: Is that dust on you? We're in the desert. (laughs) i saw you at like the shower you were very clean we're in the desert i don't know what to tell you
1: (laughs) sand gets everywhere yeah
0: and this is one of those maps that uh you share your cell Mm -hmm. i believe with somebody else oh so it's like "Mm, great (laughs) are they gonna be cool i don't think they ever snitch on you but like okay you also have to worry about their stuff huh yeah and at every roll call, yeah, they will tell you whose cell is getting a shakedown. And you always have to worry if it's yours because if you have contraband in your desk when they go, oh. they will find it and you'll go to solitary confinement for a little bit. Fuck. So it's like, well, great. This is awesome. I love it. Sounds fun. Yeah. So it's like, oh, who's it going to? Oh, fuck. It's me. Gotta run. And
1: being left alone? That's a dream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I am not. I don't know if your cellmate gets called if they check yours. Okay. So, like, it's just kind of... You just
1: never risked it.
0: Yeah. I always put stuff in the hidden cabinet that you can do.
1: Why never risk it for the biscuit?
0: Yeah, I don't want to go to solitary. (laughs) I want to leave.
1: Fair. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's one of the few times that you actually get to take stuff from a desk... And guards won't see you in another cell and be like, oh, what are you doing? Because you're in your cell, so they'll just walk past. Huh. Yeah, because if you're in somebody else's cell, they'll be like, get out of there, you. And it's like, oh, okay, sorry. Ah. <laughs> you, out. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty much. So, um, let's see, pretty simple. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty simple, I think, in why I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh the my least favorite for the second game is the HMS Orca. It is one of the transport maps. Orca? Yeah. You're on a boat. And it's kinda meh. You have to escape from the boat and the escape attempts are kinda eh, not Um, not exciting. You know? And you have that time crunch, so it's like fuck. If you don't know that it's a transport map, then you're just like, oh fuck, now I have to rush and figure out where to go. Yeah. And it's significantly larger than the train one. surprisingly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now I really have to rush to one side of the boat to get to the other side of the boat.
1: Great. Stress. I have stress.
0: And at least from what I've experienced, if you are caught outside of your cell in the transport maps, they will immediately, the guards will be like, the fuck are you doing? Beat the shit out of you and then take you back to your cell.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Which
0: causes you to waste more time because you have to wait for your health to come back
1: yeah because you're basically like not even dead just down for the
0: count yeah they fucking knock you out it's like two hits you just
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> do they use billy clubs on yes you and shit holy they use fuck. police
0: batons yeah it's not great holy fuck <laughs> for
1: least brutality at its finest yep <laughs> I should not say that. (laughs) Here's the
0: greatest thing about the game is one of the things that you can craft is soap in a sock. (laughs) And you can fucking swing it at people and hit them.
1: Oh my god. Yeah,
0: it's one of the most OP things in the entire game. At least it was in the first one. I I never fought in the second one.
1: I just keep thinking about, like, uh, iCarly and Sam with a butter sock.
0: That's essentially what it is, but with a bar of soap.
1: Oh, no, I completely know what that is. It's Got just, butter sock. Yeah, the, just... butter sock. Yeah, it's just butter sock. It's the first thing that... Yeah, it is. soap
0: sock. Yep. Yep. That's pretty much what it is. Why
1: the fuck not, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
0: now on to the DLCs, Ooh. which is where it gets way more fun. Hmm. But I'm only going to talk about my favorite, because, again, it will take a while to kind of explain... All of them, even if there's not that many, totally fair. So the uh, my favorite from the first game is Duck Tapes are forever.
1: Ducktails forever. I agree.
0: No, Duck Tapes are forever <laughs> because duct tape is a major thing in the game. One of the crafting
1: no, things that you use
0: for everything in that game. So it is a James Bond slash spy themed map. There are still the routines and everything, and all the jobs are kind of themed to that. But uh it's. It's just flavored to be, oh, you have to escape from the supervillain's secret lair. Ooh. It's
1: like Austin Powers meets Golden ice, like... Yes. Nice.
0: Exactly. <laughs> nice. And, and yeah. But and top
1: down an 8-bit.
0: Yep. Well, more like 16-bit, but yeah. Whatever. And you've got... I, I actually think uh, because it's made by Team 17, they make 17-bit games.
1: Son of a bitch. I
0: think that's what they do. I think I read that somewhere. I mean, so. it makes
1: sense because it's, like, slightly chonkier. Yeah. Like,
0: yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly my favorite art style for most games. Really? Yeah.
1: I just... I uh... either
0: like the super visual
1: mm-hmm. or
0: just the cute pixel art. Like, that's my two levels. Fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I could totally Either it I... has
0: to be visually beautiful or just, <laughs> like... <laughs> It's just cutesy and fun.
1: No, totally fair.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just quirky. It is fucking difficult.
1: No, I, I did it. try
0: it and I was like, holy shit, this is not easy.
1: Y'all want to kill me.
0: Yeah. So, but it's it's a lot of fun. It does take away from the uh difficulty because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And that my ringtone for my cell phone is the James Bond theme. True. So you can kind of see where I am at. I am at with that.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: So, the second game's favorite. Dungeons and Duct Tape. Of course. (laughs) 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 The name gives it away. Hashtag
1: not surprised.
0: You're in a medieval castle surrounded by a moat. Once again. And duct tape. Yep. (laughs) It's hella difficult, but as as a major D&D nerd, this DMC... DMC. DLC... Warms my heart.
1: Uh, Because you're the DM.
0: I am the DM.
1: It's the DMC.
0: (laughs) This DLC. Uh,
1: I love it. This
0: Dungeon Master content really just warms my heart. Thank you.
1: Uh... I
0: will say all of the uh, jobs are also flavored to be a little medieval and stuff. It's like, oh, light the torches or stuff like that. (gasps) It's a lot of fun. Uh, In the first game, in the... uh, Duct tapes are forever. Mm-hmm. Notice how that name is very James Bond themed because it's like, uh, you, um, it
1: really is. Or
0: you only die twice, or whatever the movie is. Tomorrow never dies. That's one.
1: You only die twice. You
0: only die twice, or you never die twice, or
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. That sounds like it could be a James Bond movie title, doesn't <laughs> that
1: it? Something like. <laughs> A moron kid says.
0: That sounds You like only die d- twice. You can only die twice. Sounds like a James Bondy.
1: thing.
0: Come on. Somebody in the in the listeners, please tell me I'm right. I need this to fill my ease <laughs> of ego.
1: Like, oh, what happened? Well, you died, sir. Uh you 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 have to you, you got one, one more. more. You got you one got, more, sir. You only got one more, sir.
0: I had another one? Yes, yeah, so don't be careless, please.
1: We worked really hard to make sure you only die twice.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, he
1: said it in the movie.
0: Oh, fucking name drop. <laughs> uh, but sorry. uh Tomorrow Never Dies favorite uh James Bond right there. Fair He's, enough. Uh yeah, Pierce Brosnan.
1: I'm uh But not sure how I feel about a lot of spy movies in That's general. fair.
0: Um Daniel Craig is great though as James Bond. Yes. He's kinda hot, so Yes. Yes.
1: It's hard to just dis- like disagree with.
0: I want to go into a side note, but it has to do with a very different game. And I'm not sure if that's a good idea, but it has to do with James Bond. Uh, hold off. Okay. Hold off. It was a tangent about being the good guys. Ah. Uh, you know uh, what? I'm going into the tangent. I don't care. Okay.
1: Okay. Well. So we were
0: playing a game <laughs> and you can customize your character to look very nice. It was GTA 5 online. Of course. And uh, we were playing it and my buddy went, or I went, of course we're the good guys. We're, we look amazing.
1: We look amazing. We're dressed
0: amazing. And he went, when's the last time you saw a good-looking good guy? It's always the bad guy that's good-looking. Like, at least at that time it was. Yeah. And I just went, Daniel Craig. And he went, fuck. You're right. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, that's...
1: Yeah. No, that, I yeah. can agree with
0: that. <laughs> so, um, in the Duct Tapes Are Forever, you are... Um,
1: no, I'm trying... Like, I'm sorry, brain tangent. Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out of any good looking good guys that exceed how good the bad guys look
0: Not or is many. that just
1: a prerogative thing
0: it's just it's a thing see that is a fucking who okay question for the listeners who is a good looking good guy like protagonist that overshadows how good the bad guy looks the antagonist
1: oh, looks oh fuck okay
0: that's that's a question that
1: is a question yeah Okay.
0: Has nothing to do with the episode, but I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, not nothing at all. But I'm curious. now, <laughs> This can too. be
0: game, movie, whatever. Book. Book.
1: They even describe uh, characters in books yes. to be like, "Why the fuck are you so hot?" Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: No, I get that. I think it's just a bad boy mentality, though. That's true. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Yep. Back to back to thought.
0: back to the things. All right. So, uh, with the duct tapes are forever. Uh, you are dressed in mm-hmm. a suit. Uh huh. Yeah, so it, you've got that. I fucking caught that, by the way. I'm not letting <laughs> that fucking go. I'm not letting you get away with that.
1: <laughs> Duck, <do. Ooh>.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: He's mad at me.
0: The worst part is I know all of the fucking lyrics to it. So
1: I don't. <laughs> I really don't know the lyrics to DuckTales. I'm so mad at myself too because it was one of my favorite.
0: When this episode gets done, I'm going to fucking sing it. <laughs> but um so, uh you are dressed in a suit like a spy. Mm-hmm. And in uh Dungeons and Duct Tape, you kind of I think you can choose to kind of be sort of, uh like that uh Robin Hood style tunic and like hat. Yeah, sort of thing that's kind of what you go Sounds for. the herbalist walk.
1: Tiny little Robin Hood.
0: Yes. Forgot to mention completely that in these games, or in the second game, you can customize how you look. Like, more in depth than you can in the first one. I think in the first one, you can just kind of change your hairstyle and facial hair. Fair enough. In the second one, you can change your hairstyle, uh, facial hair, what you're wearing on your face, if you've got a hat, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So my guy has a mohawk and a bandana.
1: Because Tyler has a mohawk and a bandana.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm a punk, punky cowboy. I'm a bisexual, punky cowboy.
1: If you can, I just want one person to draw what they think that looks like.
0: Please do. <laughs> I will use that for every profile picture.
1: Provided <laughs> uh, it, like, makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
0: If it's me in a cowboy or, like, with my mohawk and shit and, like, a bandana, I'm down.
1: Yeah, but I think it's only all three people who are actually listening to us. Yeah, hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. And AJ. Yep.
0: <laughs> and eventually Harley in like four months.
1: Yep, and and Allie. Hello, Allie. Hey, Allie. It's been a bit.
0: <laughs> I miss you. Um, <laughs> we miss you. We miss you. Uh, so, uh, oh, shout out to Allie for completely loving uh, the in that I made in D&D, the Master's realm. The yeah. fancy ferret. She loves it.
1: Okay, come on. Who wouldn't love a fucking monocled ferret?
0: Yeah. It's adorable. She just lo- she messaged me like after AJ's ep- like the session 0, which was I believe the first one. She's like fancy ferret heart. And I was just like, "I'm glad you liked it." <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. Stylish proud of himself. I am. That one I have used many times, but like never, you know, in this scope. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, bah, 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 how this game feels. It's very simple to get the hang of. Okay. The controls are super simple. Uh, if you haven't played it for a bit, they're easy to pick up again. Uh, and the uh, pause menu, like the controller settings, mm-hmm. actually tells you what buttons do fucking what.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Which is great.
1: That is nice. There are
0: some games out there that are just like, good fucking luck, buddy. <laughs>
1: We're going to tell you once, and then yeah. you're going to forget about it for years, and yeah. then you're going to come back and be like.
0: <laughs> I, I have to restart the game. Yep,
1: I had to redo it. Yep. Because I don't know things. Yeah,
0: so uh, it's very easy to pick up, very simple. Uh, of Like I said, the difficulty ramps up immensely at the near the end. But uh, if you are playing them in succession, Mm -hmm. you kind of get that feeling of, okay, this one had this little bit of an issue, um, but they had like these side rooms that nobody went to. Does this prison have that? Oh, it's got a corner that nobody touches. Maybe I'll focus on there. Ooh, that's kind of away from any exit, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. So that's, that's the main feeling of it, I guess. And uh, it flows very nicely. I would recommend the second one more because they do have a Central Perks uh, map. It's 2.0. So it is that easy one to uh, escape from again. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's...
1: I just realized, is that a Friends reference?
0: I don't think so.
1: Because their main coffee shop is the Central Perk.
0: Is it really? Yeah. Huh. I... I Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, but...
1: Central Percolator.
0: Yeah, Central Perks, because it, there's a lot of perks to being in prison there. They have a lot of books and stuff for you to... Even when you enter that, like, level,
1: mm-hmm. they're
0: just like, we don't know why anybody would want to escape here. It's pretty great. You get, <laughs> like, three meals, and you can kind of do whatever you want.
1: <laughs> I mean, I totally get that. Yeah. It's just like, what, what was it? I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. and they were like, I uh, have fun in your uh, what's it called the sauna in your Swedish prison and they're like no we actually have one of those. yeah it's actually quite nice yeah
0: <laughs> Central perks in both games is the Swedish prisons of the game mm-hmm. so okay the one that I am currently working on in the second one is uh j- <laughs> it's a prisoner of war camp in the jungle what? Yeah, it's like KPOW, jungle KPOW, and it's like, um when you're in roll call, they're like, Don't mind the air sirens, it's on the Fritz, and it's like, don't like that. No.
1: <laughs> I mean you can use it to your advantage, but also like, no thank you.
0: <laughs> the air raid siren is off, so if something happens bad.
1: Bad. Just yeah. bad.
0: So <laughs> uh let's see. But yeah, like I said, feels good. Uh it's the camera isn't buggy. There's not a lot of bugs in this game.
1: No, I don't think I've
0: noticed any.
1: I mean, weird to say this, but that studio.
0: Team 17.
1: Yeah, they tend to have really good like products. Product. And and we've noticed it with Overcooked where very rarely would it skip anything. Yeah. And that's usually on like the next level page. Yeah. And even then it's not that bad.
0: Yeah, this, uh, Team 17, you know what they do? They produce finished products.
1: And that's what matters.
0: Yeah. I want to do a Team 17 game. It's uh, Worms Mayhem, I think is, But it's on, like, a few generations of consoles ago.
1: Worms Mayhem?
0: I think is what it's called. It's like 3D Mayhem or something like that. It is one of my favorite games. of. I would put it in my top five. I love that game so fucking much. Ooh. Yeah, I never owned it until I had an Xbox 360 and I found it on the marketplace. Like, that is, I had dreamed about that game constantly. And then oh. I was like, I can get it? So. Wow. Yeah, that is, it's one. I am i can't wait to see if I can play that game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. So, uh, there are, there is multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I figured out how to do co-op but I'm not sure. It's kind of weird because how multiplayer is set originally Mm -hmm. is it's just in the bottom corner of the main menu. It says uh, versus or multiplayer or something like that. And the whole objective is to escape faster than your buddy. There's no roll call, no jobs, no nothing. Everything's free. It's a scramble to get to the fucking outside of the prison. Like that's all that it is. Okay. Which seems fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. But me and Harley really wanted to play this and try and, like, escape together.
1: And oh. I think,
0: I haven't tested this, so do not quote me on this. If you have tested it and it does work this way, please let us know. Um, when you are selecting the prisons normally, there is a thing to do, like, uh, join lobby or something like that. Or how many players are doing that. If you go down to that and click it, you can create your own lobby. And I think invite your friend. To come into that, and I think it does a cooperative escape. Okay. Which sounds hella fun to me. If you're just playing this game together, trying to escape from the fucking prison and just being like, all right, this is this is what we gotta do. This you're gonna get this key. I'm gonna go over here, get materials for this shit, you know, all that stuff, and you just work together. Uh-huh. That sounds amazing to me. It does. <laughs> yeah. So. It really does. Um overall. These games are a fun way to problem solve while simultaneously not thinking too much because mm-hmm. they are very simple but so much fun. Uh it's like, oh, you found a place where the guards never go. You have free time, you're digging there. Like that's what it is. Oh. Yeah. Uh it's there's the crafting is very um in depth with it because you can create a craft bed dummy so when it's after the second roll call you put a bed dummy in your bed. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh, return to your cells. You don't. You just go to where you're escaping to. Yeah. And the guards will walk past your uh, your place while the bed dummy's in there, and they'll be like, he's sleeping.
1: Yeah, they'll be like, it's fine.
0: And then you can escape.
1: Oh, that's super cool.
0: Yeah. So it's all that sort of, it's very in-depth. It's uh, multiple ways to escape. Every time you play the game, you can escape a different way. Do you want to dig your way out this time? Go for it. Do you want to cut the fence? figure out a way to do that. Do you want to scale the fence? You got grappling hooks.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Do you want to beat the shit out of a guard, steal his uniform, and then, uh, uh, you know, make a copy of his key to walk out the front door? You can do that. It's just how you plan to do it every time can be different.
1: That's so cool.
0: It's a lot of fun and very in-depth with how these levels are. So, yeah, the game's quote-unquote smaller, But you can get, there's so much replayability in them.
1: That's so cool. Yeah.
0: So, um, it's overall a lot of fun and they put a lot of thought into the game. Like we said, they make complete games. And especially the second one, they put way more thought into the second one, which is why I'm highly recommending that you do the second one. Okay. The DLCs are better. The maps are better. Just the overall flow of the game is better. Totally fair. Now that's not saying the first one isn't bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's it's pretty good. It's a great stepping stone for that genre.
1: So it's good to, um, if you will, like get a feel for what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But you like number two is the
0: get you, the full experience. Yeah,
1: you got the gameplay. Like you got the mechanics down, but now here's the gameplay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: So uh, the controls, as I've been mentioning, are super simple and easy to learn, and the menus are super easy to navigate. Mm -hmm. which it's like that sometimes isn't a thing. It's like, oh, fuck. Now I got to press start or like select and this weird button, that weird button. It's just blah, 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 blah to find the fucking map, right? Oh, just got to press up on the D-pad. Boom, there we go. Cool. (laughs)
1: Like
0: it's just very easy and user friendly. So I would um, give this game a solid nine out of 10. Oh, the reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because there's not enough to do in it. And I just want more, just, just a little more.
1: Almost like they had, if they had DLCs with like an expansion or something like that. Yeah, Like if they had
0: another DLC.
1: Like I would, I understand that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Honestly, I'd give, I give the first one a nine and the second one a 10. Like that's where I'm
1: at. Oh, you know, I mean, that's, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. I can understand that.
0: My only issue is I want more of it. (laughs) I I want want more. more. Yeah. So uh, they do say that they are working on a third, but it's not said to come out for a while yet, unfortunately. Also fair. But I will most likely be getting that game when it comes out.
1: As soon as you can, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I believe you. Yeah.
0: So that is the escapists one and two
1: super
0: cool yeah i
1: i was worried that it was something that you did do before obviously i brought up my concern at the beginning i was like i thought you did this before but no i was just dumb and not listening fully like my brain likes to (laughs) do um i do i I will admit again this is not a game that i like to watch Mm -hmm. um i'm not very into top down things and tyler has a hand a tendency like if i'm like super focused on something. Again, ADHD is absolutely wonderful, mm-hmm. except when I'm hyper focusing on something yeah. and then I get irritated that I'm taking my focus away. That's not a you think that's a me thing. Yeah. Um he loves this game. Yeah. I can tell you that he loves this game because every five seconds Nikki look mm-hmm. look at the cute little thing. Look like, at that yeah, like, with the Mohawk! Yeah, look at we go with the Mohawk or Oh that Officer almost saw me or something like that. Yeah. Like you love this game. And it, I know you love playing yeah. this game. But yeah, it's, it's it's not a me game, but definitely I can see why you love it.
0: It's one of the indie games that mm-hmm. is up on that fucking list of great games yeah like no. it competes with triple a titles
1: i could actually yeah i could say that and and i know a lot of people are gonna be like how could they beat a triple table
0: because they made a complete fucking game that's yeah, how
1: because you come in and the game is tip tail exactly yeah, where you want and
0: it. the dlc isn't required
1: mm-hmm. but it just
0: adds to it exactly. and there's not enough of that anymore with games it's like oh you need this yeah the dlc
1: is required in order to play it's not necessary in this game yeah
0: and i think that's a good thing i'm gonna go on a small tangent here i think that's the good thing about indie developers yeah because they aren't as pressured as uh triple eight uh game developers
1: yeah because you really gotta like they really want to make the money.
0: Yeah, and know? it's not and that's only fine. Yeah, it's that's you're in the business that's to make job. money. Yeah. yeah, that's what you want to fucking do, but uh, a lot of the gaming community is, "Oh, you promised this game, give us the game now." And people got to rush, they work way too long on these fucking games on this crunch time to be like, "Fuck. Yeah. Now we don't have this and it's like we don't have the ability to do this, but then when it's, you know, not complete or there's like still some bugs and stuff in there, people are bitching about it yeah. and it's not fair to the developers.
1: It's really not. And I know we're getting on a little bit of a tangent at the end here, but it's it's an honest, true thing having... Um, if you guys didn't listen to the recording with Daniel before, yeah. like we we were honest about that. And he has since uh left Raven. We can comfortably mm-hmm. say that. And now he's at Bungie.
0: Which is awesome. Which is
1: amazing. Taking and, ass, buddy. Taking ass and taking names. <laughs> um, so that being said, like this and and everybody who works in the gaming community. I respect you guys so much because i've seen you guys in crunch time i've Mm -hmm. seen what happens to you it is so stressful and add on top of that like what if you're on mandatory overtime and it's christmas well you're you're gonna have to push through that stuff because quite frankly the fact that so many people take for granted the fact that these game developers are always on crunch time.
0: Yeah. And that's not to say indie developers don't go through crunch time. Exactly. Because they fucking do. Because it's you usually, have a
1: deadline. You have to meet it's,
0: it. Indie developers are usually like a handful of people. And all of the people are working on multiple things. Yeah. So. I. This is me just coming out fully and just saying. Game designers and developers do not get the fucking respect they deserve.
1: Nope. And you get and, people who constantly will badger them for the next best thing. When's the next why's the like
0: when's the next Call of Duty and then the Call of Duty comes out. It's the same as like this one. It's like shut the fuck
1: up. Well, you don't the thing <laughs> is you don't let them take their time to really make it what it could yeah. be. And that's not to say that Vanguard isn't good. Vanguard, Vanguard is great. Is good. And
0: I will say, this is Sledgehammer. So they were, you know, yeah. uh, not in the work, or they put this game in the works for a while, from what I understand. Yep. I could be totally wrong, but...
1: That's usually the case with yeah. Sledgehammer and Activision I Raven. Fucking, the
0: Sledgehammer makes my favorite Call of Duty games.
1: I can <laughs> comfortably say that, too, as far as somebody who watches them more mm-hmm. than anything, as far as story goes yes. and all that jazz. Yes, I I can confirm that as well. Again, not to say that everybody else working on the other versions of Call of Duty and
0: aren't great aren't great like you guys... but you
1: guys know what you're doing yeah. and you know your market. It's that people get upsetty spaghetti about the stupidest things and yeah. don't understand how much work it takes. Because and it's like, I, dude, I, dude,
0: I will take this from Daniel's book, who said it in our episode with him. Yeah, if you think you can do it. Try and make a door. Do not use any pre-built assets. Try and build a door that works. Yep. Build the door. Design how it looks. Have it
1: from the ground up
0: open and closed. Do not use any assets for how the door looks. You have to build it. And then try and talk about how easy it is to make a game.
1: So much coding. Yeah. So much coding and rendering and mm-hmm. everything. The animation, design, yeah. animation, it's... everything that goes into yeah. it. Everybody has their talents and all the respect to everybody yes. who does it. On a different note, all the respect to authors who want oh, yeah. pull that shit out of thin air <laughs> and write a fucking book yeah. that, in, like, entrances you. These guys, we we talk about their product because we're passionate about yes. their art. It's, it's...
0: Video games are an art form and people forget that. Books are an art form and, and people, people forget, forget that.
1: that. It's like... Without these arts, one we wouldn't be doing what we're doing here yeah. at Page Turners and Button Mashers. But holy shit, you know, you guys take the time, the effort, and yes, I may not like every book, and mm-hmm. he may not like every game, that's and
0: personal that's
1: a that's a prerogative thing.
0: Yeah, but the preference, thing yeah, is, yeah,
1: yeah, preference and prerogative. Like yeah. it's, it's it is what it is. Yeah. It's yours, but. In the end, like we know how much how hard you work and how mm-hmm. much you put into it. So, except so for the Eye of Argon, that was that was an essay that shouldn't have and been dark a book.
0: void. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shit on that game endlessly. I'm gonna
1: shit on that book forever. <laughs> yeah. Also, kissing the coronavirus. That one.
0: Well, the Eye of Gar- Argon just disappeared into <laughs> fucking obscurity. The author gone. He doesn't exist. The
1: irony of all of that is that. I thought I threw out that book yeah. and it magically appeared on my shelves like nice a couple weeks later there we go. or like a month or two later. And yeah. I was like, I thought I got rid of it. But no, uh, I have it. And if somebody wants to read it for themselves and cry laugh about a lot of things, it's perfectly fine. But in a weird way, how bad it was was its own art form. Yeah. Like, I, I can't even like fault it for the fact that it made me laugh. It wasn't supposed to, but it made me laugh. And I loved that. So respect the art, respect the work, Mm -hmm. and understand that no matter what, it may not be your favorite or it It may hit you in a way that it shouldn't be. It (laughs)
0: could be someone's favorite. Yeah. And don't trash people for having a favorite game that isn't your favorite. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite game? Depends. What's your least favorite game? (laughs) (laughs) It's that
1: one. (laughs) Yeah, I love that one. It's a great game. Yeah. So that was a weird PSA for us, and yeah. it's been a while since we've had a PSA. But um yeah, I am a
0: huge fan of indie game developers. That's just kind of how it is.
1: I'm a fan of finding books that people have yeah. never heard of or new things. Hidden that, gems,
0: if you will. Hidden
1: gems are my favorites. yeah And we might create a hidden gems list. Ooh, Who knows? That'd be fun. That would be very fun. Um that being said. All of our socials are going to be in our Linktree as per usual. You know where to find our stuff. You know where to find our shit. Um, Tell your friends if you like what you've heard. Uh, Tell everybody who is within 18 and up or 16 and up if their language is (laughs) matured enough uh, to listen to us. Uh, Feel free to rate us on all of the socials or uh, podcasting platforms that you can. Um, you guys, we haven't seen one of those in a minute. Yeah. And, uh, also with us being gone, it's kind of hard for us to push. And, uh, A yeah. shout out
0: to the podcast network that we're a part of that we haven't shouted out in a while. On the
1: list podcast network. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment. Uh, we haven't really been present enough and these guys, like,
0: It includes dads on dayquil,
1: yeah. Personal friends of ours, the Inner Idiot podcast, are the ones who got it all started. Uh, I think Four Nerds by Nerds is on there. Like we've got a lot of good friends on there, so go check out on the List Entertainment Podcast Network as well, and uh, check out all of the podcasts on there because they're actually quite good. Um, And I have a very short attention span, so you know I don't listen to things if I don't. Yeah. that's true I am I am a bitch when it comes to that shit <laughs> um that being said guys uh I can't Thanks wait for hanging with us yeah I yeah. can't wait to do this again and just, every time we come back to it I forgot how much I love
0: yeah it. it's always like oh fuck now we got to record and then it's like that was great that, was, that fun. was fun we should do that more we should
1: do it again yeah so uh if you guys have any recommendations on books or games that we should do so don't forget to email them to us again in our notes um because i i will buy a new book that i can acquire
0: (laughs) and i uh am always looking for new games to try if there's a game that like you're like this is my
1: favorite fucking
0: game like i am going to be honest harley got me on this and i will report on them oh in a while Mm -hmm. the mass effect series he has been wanting me to play those i finally started them so
1: you will hear that soon yeah all right all right guys Keep on turning those pages.
0: And mashing those buttons.
1: Uh, bye. Bye. Uh, bye bye Woo!